Thank you, Susan. Thank you very, very much. Uh, good evening and praise the Lord. I can't hear the response. Good evening Amen. and praise the Lord. Amen. How are you? How are you? How was your Sunday? Fantastic. Beside the Lord has really showered us. With his blessings, it has really, uh, it is still giving waters. We bless the Lord. Yeah, thank you, Susan. Yeah, thank you, Susan, for starting us off. And uh, I will not say as usual, I will say we bless the Lord that uh, again he has allowed us to come to his feet. That is a very, very, very important. For us already on the call, let's pray that others will join in as uh, we share together in the Lord's word. Let's pray again. Father God, uh, I want to thank you. I uh, want to bless your holy name for this, again, another opportunity. Uh, for us uh, to be together at your feet, uh, sharing together in your word. I want to thank you for each one of us. And Lord, as we come together, Lord, we pray that uh, you take away all the noises, you take away all the, uh, we pray that nothing will come to hinder us, we pray against vices and hackers of the, the network. We say no to anything that will interfere with our fellowship. We pray that you've been our midst and uh, whatever we'll talk about today or now will bring the glory to you. In Jesus' name, I have prayed, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. You are still in the energy of, of Sunday. I, I am feeling it. Or I am experiencing it. The word feeling is, is somehow a bit light. Uh, but we were blessed today by our assistant provost. We thank God for him for this season. So in that very mood, uh, let's continue together. Julian, Ahawe are my names. Uh, Susan have already introduced me. And today I'll be sharing with us. And uh, the theme of the month, uh, Arise and Shine for Christ. And uh, the topic I'm supposed to uh, share in or with us uh, is arise, rebuild, and restore ancient ruins. Arise to build and restore ancient ruins. And this is drawn from Isaiah, Isaiah 61. 
uh, the verse is four. But uh, again, to bring us to the context, I'll, I'll just read from uh, verse one. I'll read from verse one, then to four, where uh, we are drawing our topic today. I'm using NLT and uh, my version says, the heading is good news for the oppressed. Verse one, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. The Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. Verse two, he has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And with it, the day of God's anger against their enemies. Three, to all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes. A joyous blessing instead of mourning, of mourning festival, praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. Then for where I will be sharing from, they will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities, Destroyed long ago, they will revive them, though they have been deserted for many generations. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Can I hear amen? amen? Amen. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Respond, Amen. respond so that uh, we are flowing together. Okay. Yes. Okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, Hallelujah. Uh, as I've said earlier, uh, the topic is arise to rebuild and restore ancient ruins. And uh, if I can break uh, this down, I have about, about four or five words. We have arise, also have rebuild, we also have restore, then finally ancient ruins. Now, as I prepared, I felt and I thought it was wise to break it down and try to check the simple definitions or meanings of these words. Arise. Arise means to, to get up, get up, or stand up. And uh, 
when I was preparing, I, I, the Lord just reminded me as a, when I'm working my boys' school. I call them, my Atwine, wake up, arise for school. So arise means to wake up or stand up or get up. And uh, here there is a, a, a good greeting that I, I like to hear from uh, our big sister, Edgar. When you greet him in the morning and say, ah, good morning, she responds, good rising. So I was trying to find the meanings. So arise means to get up or stand up or get out of the bed, maybe in the morning to get ready for work. That's a simple meaning for arise. Then rebuild. To rebuild is, I think, building again something again after it's been maybe damaged or destroyed or redoing you are you are doing something that was already done but somehow was some else or it was damaged or destroyed and now you are redoing it or rebuilding then restore Restoring. Restore is to uh, bring back. Bring back or re-establish re or repair. Many words, English at times has many words. Also, we can say uh, to renovate. Then maybe lastly to return, something to return to its original, to restore. Then ancient, ancient rings. This one maybe there could be a physical uh, a destruction, it's an disintegration or breaking down of some things into small pieces. When I looked at that immediately, the spirit just reminded me uh, about what is happening in in Ukraine and Russia. You've been watching or you've been hearing all those structures, long old structures being pulled down and they are now in ruins. There has been a lot of destruction in that country. And I was looking at that. And now as I'm going to share, as I share with us, this is what we are going to look and, and share together and see what the word of the Lord is telling us. Praise the Lord. Now again, as I broke down everything, 
uh, arise, rebuild, restore ancient ruins. My sharing will be also in that bit. That's how I'll be sharing with us. Arise, Isaiah 52, verse 7. Isaiah 52, verse 7. It says, how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who bring good news. The good news of peace and salvation. Praise the Lord. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who bring good news. The good news of peace and salvation. And remember, I started reading from a verse one, the good news of the oppressed. And now Isaiah is telling us to arise, to arise. As we share, as we arise, you just remember, brethren, in your line of work, in your line where you come from, in your line of today, this, what is happening. And coming back from our theme of this month, where God is calling us to arise and shine for Christ. How are we doing? And Isaiah in this verse was telling us how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who bring good news of peace and salvation. How I pray that the Lord will help us to rise all the time wherever we are. It is a challenge, it is not easy, but God is asking us in this season to arise for him, to shine for him and take this good news to his people, to our friends around us, to our family, Jerusalem at home, to our children, to our spouses, to our friends, so that we can shine, so that we can rise for him in this season. So brothers and sisters who are on this call, I'm praying and I'm encouraging us, encouraging myself that in this season of rising and shining for Christ, let's engage Let's engage another gear. Let's engage another gear for this work so that we can shine for Christ. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 60, verse 1. It's a common scripture and a sweet one. 
I've had many people recite it or talk about it, but it means a lot. And so far for it also, it starts as arise Jerusalem. Where Jerusalem is, just press there, your name. Arise, Julian. Let the light shine for all people to see, for the glory of the Lord. Rises to shine on us, rises to shine on you. Praise the Lord. Let's arise. And Isaiah is emphasizing this. This light must shine for all people to see. How do people see this light? I remember where I do my business in URA. Of course, now that it is uh, the digital era, computer time, uh, I'm no longer very frequent there at the premises because I can have work wherever I am and I can do that work without even uh, appearing or presenting myself there. But those days when I would be there all the time, I remember you'd only say my name at the gate, at the main gate. And when you'd say, Julian, they will add Omrokore. And thankfully, I don't know whether it was only Julian, I'd never met any my namesake, but the moment you talk of Julian, that's what they will see. So arising and shining, the light of God must be seen in us for his glory. So my sisters and brothers on the call, let's look to that. Let's pray that the Lord will help us so that we can demonstrate his goodness outside there. We can arise wherever we are so that that light is seen wherever we are. Praise the Lord. And also again, as I was preparing, our light, the light to shine for all people to see. I was looking at where we come from. I don't know how for you, I don't know how you're doing in where you come from. We, we, are, we are privileged and we are so much blessed at all saints. Over some few years, I just want you to agree with me that the Lord has been so gracious to us, that we have been fed, the messages are so good, very enriching. We, it's as if, so I, I have a burden. I'm praying that God will help me to, to, to have a breakthrough that I can move that I can move 
and take this life. Because when I, I recall or when I see, I don't know in your villages, but a lot are really happening. There is a lot of hatred. There is a lot of sexual immorality. There is a lot of drunkenness. There is a lot where we are coming from. And somehow, maybe they don't get this information. Maybe no one shares this good news. And as I've shared earlier in Isaiah 52, how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger. How beautiful are the feet of you to where you are coming from. And you have taken there the good news of Jesus Christ. So as we arise, as we shine, I am praying that we'll be able to move. Move in our comfort zones, that the Lord will help us to move and go and share what we are getting, what we are benefiting, so that it doesn't end with us. A few years ago, maybe two, the Lord spoke to me. And uh, this is what he told me. He said that I've shared uh, the good news to many people. And uh, the people have given their lives to Christ. But in this case, this is me. Now the Lord told me it's time now to do things. And doing things was, I remember I was standing in my plantation in the village. And the Lord was telling me to, that if I can do and work on my plantation very well, and when people are passing, when villagers are looking at this plantation, they will just simply ask, whose plantation is this? And they will say, it is so and so. And if it happens, I'm asked, what am I doing or what am I? I will simply say, the Lord himself has helped me to do this. Witnessing with what I do. That's all the way of shining in what we do. The way of shining in what we say. The way of shining wherever we are. So may God help me and you to move an extra mile as we arise and shine for Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Now, now I've said that uh, I broke down this. Now I will share about uh, rebuilding. And rebuilding, earlier we said when we were defining rebuilding, is to do again, to redo something, to rebuild after something has been damaged, 
or destroyed. And uh, the Lord led me to Isaiah 58, verse 12. And uh, it reads, I will personalize it. It says, some of you, some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. And I think you can hear where I was coming from. Your cities, here I said, your homes, I said, relationships, and uh, then you'll be known as a rebuilder, as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. Praise the Lord. Isaiah is saying that some of us, some of you, I, you, will be rebuilders. You rebuild your deserted ruins of your cities. And in this case, I said cities can be your home. Cities can be your relationships, where you work. And then you'll be known as, that would be as a result, as a result, because you have... Re, you have done a rebuilding, you'll be known as, as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. When I was young, uh, un unfortunately, but also it's life because uh, this world we just pass, pass I, I, I lost my my dad, when I was a young boy, I think I was like four, I never saw my grandfather, the dad who, the, the father of my father, okay, the, my grandmother I saw. But uh, the background, or what I can remember, I, I, I didn't see anything like uh, church going, I, I never saw, you know, it was, it was normal. Sabbath or Sunday was any other day. And of course I was young, but now when I grew up, there was nothing that like, we would only hear about how our family people were businessmen, there were a few land I remember in our home, in my father's family. There was only an uncle of mine who passed on also. And I, I think he's the only one who has uh, land. And after a time, he picked up my dad. He also pushed him up to a certain level. So in the whole family, there were no land people. There were only like, like two. So the, the story I would hear would only be business. Other, other things, there were no religious talks. There were no things like of knowing God. And now, uh, <laughs> graciously, when I came to the Lord, even up to, up to date, I would ask myself, of course, my story is long. After time, we didn't grow up at our, at our ancestral home. 
found herself shifting to the other side of my mom. But looking behind, seeing that family of ours, there is totally nothing as far as loving God, following what the Lord is saying. You know, there is nothing like Christians. They are just there. And also, unfortunately, most of them, I would say like three quarters of our, my father's home have already passed on, went to be with the Lord. But the issue is what I'm trying to bring us to board here. There is nothing like knowing God or following God or Christianity. It's something that is uh, just talked about. And now for me, that I came to the Lord, I've always posed my a question in my heart. Now, what can I do? I'm even now asking God, help me to break through. Help me. Now the fact that you've spared me because I'm spared. I'm still living. And now that I know you, what can I do? It is a prayer that I'm praying. And in my father's uh, uh, family, I think there's only one uncle who is 72. He's just a drunkard. He's there. You know, you talk about, you talk to him about Jesus. He will just tell you that I love him. I know. But you see that it's a ruined, a ruined place. And now, the Lord, I'm asking God to help me and see how I can rebuild these deserted ruins. These deserted ruins are these people who cannot talk about God. People who they have lived, God have kept them. Of course, those who have passed on have children. Their homes are not totally completely that they are not there. But these are deserted ruins, and I was really asking myself. I still ask myself, and maybe you'll also ask yourself, how are you doing? And the Lord is now reminding us this theme that we are having this month of arise and shine for Christ. And this verse really encouraged me that when we have done this as a result, then we'll be known as, as rebuilders of walls and restorers of home. Thank you, Lord. At this very particular moment, I just want us to pray. And I ask us, each of you, to pray in this area that the Lord will help us to break through so that we can go back and rebuild these uh, deserted ruins. Father, in the name of Jesus, at this point, there is a lot of conviction because for us we have got to know you graciously, where we come from, our backgrounds, like as. Romans say 
that you got to know us when we were still sinners. Way back. Now that you're reminding us, help us to go back. Help us, Lord, to go back so that we can rebuild our walls and restore our homes. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Amen. now, Amen. for this very testimony, the, 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 this very point where we were praying, the Lord is just pressing me, pressing something on my heart. You know, as we do this work of the Lord, I want to encourage us that uh, it's not very easy. There is even when we we are witnessing or sharing this good news to our friends, and especially when you come to our family members because they know us, they know our weaknesses, they know where we've erred, they know when we become ourselves. So at times when we are sharing, it is not easy. At times they take us for granted. Uh, but uh, I want just to encourage us that uh, it's, uh, it's not in vain. That for us we'll do what we are supposed to do. And the results, we leave them to the Lord. I used to testify or witnessed my brother who is younger than me. I bless the Lord for him. He's a good man. He's a very, he's a very hardworking man. He's a very caring man. But somehow he has lived in a life uh, that is really not so close to God in a way of surrendering his life to, to him. But all the time, we've, whenever I would meet him, whenever I would be together, because he would invite us to his home, would invite him to his, our home, would meet in functions. And of course, that all the time I've been witnessing to him. I remember one time he said to me that uh, uh, I and his wife, that we wished him that now he no longer likes booze because we, I am praying and the, the wife, so we bewitched him, it's why he, he really doesn't uh, take booze as he regular as he used to do. But of course, why I was sharing with you that it's not easy, but I never got tired. I kept witnessing to him uh, until to date, of which he's, I am seeing he's drawing closer. <laughs> For those who are very close to me, I've shared with you how he was elected the, as the head of Leite in our local church, uh, being funny, being like as he is. But, uh, you know, the village churches, I don't know how, what is happening in your villages, 
but villages look for such people who are available, who can contribute. And then so far as convicted, when he asked me to escort him, I was asking myself, how can I escort someone who is in the world to be ahead of later and I'm going with him? But uh, I just gathered myself and I went with him. But when we reached, when we are in that church service, and the Lord put a very hard conviction on me, and he told me that, uh, yes, these are the people because they are available. You people who think that you are there for me, you have trusted me, you have received me as your Lord and Savior, you are not there. So these are the guys who are there, who are available. So it's why I bring them. I think I've shared this in one of uh, our prayer calls that we've been on. But now he's, he's, he's drawing closer, he's drawing closer. I even prayed and said that now God, you have called him now into your church. Do the work in him. And now I'm seeing him coming closer coming closer, appreciating, uh, doing the work of God, also praying. So be encouraged, keep there. And the encouragement is in this very verse of Isaiah 58, 12, that then you will be known as, as rebuilders of your walls and restorers of your own. When we are sharing with others that so and so led me to Christ. So and so shared. And I was convicted. This is the verse. Praise the Lord. Then Nehemiah. Nehemiah 2.18. For us who have read the story of Nehemiah, you remember how that man interceded, how we went to the king, pleaded that case. And uh, if I can, uh, if we can go there immediately and uh, we read together Isaiah, uh, sorry, Nehemiah 2.18. I, I will begin from uh, 17. And here it reads, but now I said to them, you know very well what trouble we are in. Jerusalem is in ruins. The trouble we are in, the troubles I can say, you know, your brothers who are not doing well, who are not believing God, who are in the world. It's really a trouble. And at times they know us when things happen. They want to call us so that we pray. At times they want to call us to speak to these people. There are those that you know that surely, even if you talk, and here <laughs> Nehemiah is telling us that. Uh, We know very well what trouble we are in. Jerusalem, Jerusalem is your homes, and its gates have been destroyed by fire. A lot have been destroyed. 
you know what has destroyed that? Our families, you can know what is happening now. You know, pornography has done a lot of, we are in this computer era, digital, these, these machines are so good, but the way how we use them is what really matter. So we are really in ruin. We are really in trouble. And this one is a disgrace. This is what the Lord is saying. Then 18, but this is an encouragement to us. Then Nehemiah is saying, then I told them about how the gracious hand of God had been on me. Because when we are there, interceding, praying, shining, when we have risen for this good work, the Lord is on our side. And Nehemiah is saying, because the gracious hand of God had been on, on him, and because of that dialogue that he had with the king, you remember, I am praying that we can also have this conversation with our king, the king of kings, and tell him what is happening, what is troubling us. If we can rise and pray, this God of ours is so gracious, he can help us. He can help us not to get tired until he comes our way. So. Dialogue with the Lord. Bring this conversation, bring this case before him and tell him those issues. Issues of relationships, issues of children, issues of work, issues, issues that are around us. Then they replied once that yes, because we've been encouraged, because the Lord has been on our side, then we can all agree and say, let's go and rise. Let's go and shine. And the word of God is said, yes, let's rebuild the wall. So they began to do good work. I am praying that we will rise and all take all the directions where we come from and do this good work of shining and rising for Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Now restore, restore. This is a promise. The word of God is so good. As we arise, as we shine, the Lord is promising us to restore. In 1 Peter 5.10, it says, the word of God says, In his kindness, 
you to share in his glory, in his eternal glory, by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered, after I have suffered a little while, he will restore. That is one. He will support. That is two. He will strengthen us. That is three. And he will put us in a place of a firm foundation. After we have we have witnessed, after we have gone all this, this is a promise. Because God is our restorer. When I was getting all these meanings, because he restores, he brings back. You remember the story of the prodigal son? how he left his father, how he asked for his Lord, and you know, he went. But you remember all the story. But he was brought back. This is a promise that the Lord we serve, he restores. Again, he reestablished. He reestablished and put us again. He repairs. He renovates. And he can bring things and return everything to its original. That's a very, very, very big promise that we can look at. So may God help us that this struggle we are in, this area where God is asking us to move, where things are not easy, but his word is clear here. Because there is, there is a times when we feel like giving up. And at times we say unfortunate words. You remember, this is when we get tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. But the Lord is here encouraging us, promising us that after we have that suffer for a little while, he will support us. He will restore us and give us all the strength because at the end of the day, we are victors. Praise the Lord. And as I come to a conclusion, as I come to the end of my message, of my sharing, lastly, we look at ancient truths. Isaiah 61 verse 4. This is the very verse where we shared, where our topic is, very, is being drawn. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities, destroyed long ago. When we say long ago, thank God that nothing is impossible with God. There are those you think in your family, it's a long, it's a, a gone case. There are those you think that they cannot come back. But the word of God is saying that as long as we anchor in him, these ancient runes will be rejoiced. Our relationships will be restored. Our children who have gone away will come back. 
our businesses that have gone away, they will come back. As long as we are in the Lord, as long as we are crying to the Lord, and they will revive them. Though they have been deserted for many generations, hallelujah, that we should not give up because the word of God is saying, even if they were deserted for so long, the Lord will bring them back. They will be revived, they will be brought back, and the Lord, the name of the Lord, will be praised. Praise the Lord. I'm praying that as we continue to rise and shine for the Lord, for Christ, I'm praying that this will come to pass in our time. But of course, even if not our time, God's ways are not our ways. Let's hang on. You never know. As I've shared with you earlier, when I recall or when I can trace behind, I really didn't see uh, following uh, Christ or following God. I think it was a general cause. The Lord is our creator. That was the story. But now in our generation, God has picked us up. We can proclaim about his goodness. We can say hallelujah, God is good. So let's keep encouraged. Even if you don't see things happening in your time, though, would want to see that. But God can do it even when you are long gone. Praise the Lord. So I'm encouraging us to keep on, to rise and shine for Christ. And here, I beg to stop here, but also pray with us and asking God to thank him for this time he has given to us to share in his word and the message that uh, he has given us to share together. I believe one or two or many have picked some in this message that I've shared with us. In Jesus' name, we have prayed, I have prayed. Amen. Amen. Uh, Amen. Susan, for uh, more prayers. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you very much uh, for listening Amen. to me. Amen. 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 Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Uncle Julian. We bless the Lord for the message. Indeed, there is hope. There is hope even for the ancient ruins. There is hope for restoration. Doesn't matter how weak we are. It doesn't matter whether we have given up. The Lord is telling us there is hope for ancient ruins to be restored. That's my take home. I do not know your take home. Uh, but I will pray and I'll start with this song, the third stanza of what a friend we have in Jesus. Ah, we weak and heavy laden. 
Come, but with a lot of care. Precious Savior, still a refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do thy friend despise forsake thee? Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms he'll take and shield thee. Thou will find a solace there. Our sorrows is in the Lord. And he is calling us at this time to arise. Arise. As a, as, a, as a brother Julian was starting, he says that arise is a call from sleep. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up, child of God. The Lord is calling us to wake up. I do not know what you're sleeping in. I do not know whether you have slept and you're no longer praying like you used to pray before. He is calling us to arise. Arise. Wake up. Wake up. Arise. Actually, chapter 60 says, Arise and shine for the glory of the Lord is on you. Arise. Wake up. It is a time to restore the, the, the broken pieces, to restore the broken members of your family, to restore the, the broken generations that we are in, that broken generation that we are living in. I know we are seeing whatever is happening. What are we doing? Is it because we are sleeping? Ask yourself that question, Father. Give us the grace to arise. Father, give us the grace to pray. Father, give us the grace to ask you for wisdom. Father, Nehemiah saw the burden, had a burden. You put a burden on his, on his heart that he was in a palace, but he minded about Jerusalem. Jerusalem, he was in a foreign country. My master and my God, I am praying for everyone that is in this fellowship, oh, King of Kings, that they will look at their Jerusalem, whether it is where they are staying now or where they are coming from. My master, I am praying, oh God, that it shall be a burden, a burden that will not go off until we have acted, oh God, my master, to restore the broken reins, oh King of Kings, my master. Father, I know some of us have prayed and prayed and probably have given up and have gone into slumber. Lord, you are saying, awake. Arise from your sleep. Arise. Do not give up. Here I am. I am able to restore the ancient rings. You are able, Lord. You are able, great and mighty king, to restore what has been broken. My master, to restore your church, oh God, my master. The brethren said, you know, one of his um, brothers who is actually uh, not born again is the head of laity. 
And I know that, you know, many of us identify with this, especially in our church, the Church of Uganda. But, you know, we, we have slumbered that even as believers, there is no difference between us and those that are them as those that are not, I, I mean, have not received Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. And so we are to arise arise and restore the broken ruins oh my master i pray that we shall arise oh that we shall make a difference father that they will see christ in us the hope of our glory oh my master i am praying oh god that we shall not get tired that we shall not get tired that we shall not give up or oh, even on those that are long as you know, a, 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 an ancient story, my master and my God, I am praying that we shall go back and restore and do, uh, you, uh, you do what you have told us to do and take positions and let you do what you are supposed to do, what you are able to do and let you do the impossible. Yes, you said what is impossible for man is possible for God. My master, we have seen you raising the dead. We have seen you restoring those that are lame. We have seen your God making the leper leap for joy. Father, we have seen the prodigal son welcomed. My master, I am praying that those that we have written off, those ancient ones, oh God, that we have written off, that it is not for us to, to write them off, oh God. And so we are supposed to be part of rebuilding your kingdom, O King of Kings. And Lord, my master, the Lord, you will receive, O God, my master, your church. Your intention is to receive your church without wrinkle or spot. My master, I am praying, O God, that we will be in business with you to rebuild the broken cities to rebuild the broken walls of god oh father i am praying for that weary person that one that has given up that one that has given up on their spouse that one that has given up on their sibling that one that has given up on their parents that one that has been given up on their child on a child they are looking after oh god and say after all this is not my child you are saying are you weak are you heavy laden are you cumbered with a care I am here. I care. Take it to me in prayer. That one that has given up on praying, probably they have prayed for something for so long. And they have said, ah, after all, I am in a comfortable zone. Let me remain in this place. The Lord is telling us to build up the broken ruins, to advance. Oh Lord, we shall advance. Oh, at the mention of your name, we shall advance. Oh, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, enough is enough, oh God, my master, of staying in one position, oh God, we shall advance. We shall preach the gospel in season and out of season, oh God. We shall pray, 
until you do something, oh God, in our homes, in our communities. We shall seek your face. You will give us wisdom, oh God. You will, oh God, my master, give us the material, God. King of kings, my master. When Daniel did not give up praying, oh God, when he was thrown in the lion's den, Father, we saw that the king who had signed with his signet ring the decree slept interceding for Daniel. My master and my God, I am sure, oh God, when Nehemiah was in, in this Babylon, oh God, my master as a cupbearer, he should have been comfortable, God. Some of us are in comfortable zones, comfort zones. I have it all. I have it all. I have what it takes, oh God. But Lord, my master, my family is in ruins. My family is in ruins. My, 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 my village is in ruins. My, my kinsmen are in ruins. I need not to live in a comfortable zone, but advance and do something and bring a life to Christ and pray until you do something. Father, I bless you. Father, I honor you. Be this is a wake-up call. Master, we shall not slumber. When the youth in our generation, the generation after us, is exposed to all this pornography, oh God, is exposed to homosexuality, oh God, my master, we are not going to sleep. We, were, we are going to seek your face. And Lord, when we seek your face, we shall experience that difference. We shall experience the restoration of King of kings, my master. Oh Lord, in this era of false teachers, oh God, my master, you will restore the young generation. You will restore a generation, oh God. Father Lord, you have done it before. You will, oh God, my master, revive us in this year of revival. In this year, oh God, my master, you are reviving us. We bless you. We honor you. We glorify your holy name. For it is in Jesus' name that I have prayed. Amen.